At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and I am Mike Pritchard out here in Las Vegas. <laughs> A lot going on right now today, and we are presented by BetMGM. Uh, our other host is across the country out in Boston. That's Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon. Rich, welcome to Soxtober, my man. I can't wait. We got <laughs> oh, the Astros and the Red Sox coming up here on Friday. We right. got the cheat, the cheaters against the other cheaters. I love it. Give me all of it. I cannot wait. We got a winner take all tomorrow. Uh, obviously, Dodgers and Giants. We saw last night, Pritch, these chalk favorites that we're talking about. 3-0 and yesterday with Houston, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers all cashing. Now these favorites in the playoffs, 13-5, and 72% overall. Also, how about the Raging Cajuns getting it done there, oh, Bridge? No, I didn't man. expect a blowout, but mm-hmm. hey, taking the points, getting the five there. Actually, end up closing four and a half for four, so big hit if you're on that uh, contrarian dog play with Louisiana. Uh, but Pritch, I buried the lead. I heard a rumor that we got our buddy Adam Burke for the full, uh, you know, half hour here to start the show. So should be a great day. Pritch, how you feeling? Uh, big, big day in the arena. Today. I'm feeling great. You know, um, I'm watching a hockey game last night, uh, the Golden Knights uh, and the Kraken, uh, and I felt for puck line players for sure in that game. I mean, it looked like uh, the Knights were going to just dominate it, but give credit to the Kraken. Yeah, definitely give credit. And again, they, you know, jump out to uh, an early lead there. What was it? Three, nothing there. Mm-hmm. Pritch you said, this is going to be a, an easy win here, but this is the kind of thing, especially when we're betting hockey for the first time, you know, yeah. a lot of times you see these big numbers and you say, let's flip it and just take the puck line minus one and a half, get a better number. But especially early on, we see fluky things happen. You know, we did see a win, uh, obviously uh, Pritch. And I was going to, I was wondering if they're going to call that a goal or not the kicking motion. <laughs> you can let it deflect, but mm-hmm. you can't kick it in. 
So, you know, big one there, money line. But also, you know, you do see some upsets. That was a big one with the Penguins last night. Sure. Down a bunch of star players, and they win, what was it, Pritch? Six to two there. Mm-hmm. So we got more NHL tonight. I'm excited. Uh, let's get after it. Hockey is back. Uh, it's, it's a great time to be betting on sports right now, Pritch. Absolutely. Let's get to some news and notes that could affect your bet. Uh, real quick, uh, the injury news about the Giants. So head coach Joe Judge, uh, he says that Daniel Jones is on track to play. Uh, after we all watched him have that concussion, suffer that concussion, uh, but he's on track to play. We'll see if he can pass the independent doctor's test, though, more so than a head coach test. Uh, Josh, I'm telling you, these coaches, they walk up to you. You, you have a concussion. Are you okay? Are you, you, how do you feel? Like, wait a minute. We got to wait for these independent doctors. So uh, hold your horses on that. But then also Saquon Barkley, uh, then Kenny Galladay are also expected to be out uh, with the Giants. 10-point uh, dogs right now, actually nine and a half now. Uh, for the Rams on the road against the Giants. Yeah, Pritch, this line is absolutely shooting up here. And I think what some of these early openers, maybe lookheads, was more like maybe a, a minus seven here on the road for the Rams. And obviously with these injuries to Barkley and with Galladay and obviously Daniel Jones, Pritch. And by the way, one of my favorite movies ever, uh, Varsity Blues. You know when Billy Bob uh, gets a concussion and they say, don't ask him how many fingers, just ask him, are there fingers in front of you? And they'll say yes, and you'll put him back in All the game. All you need is so, a yes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. All you need is a yes, your Pritch. But obviously, you know, it is, uh, you know, the smart idea to be careful and, and follow these protocols and make sure that, you know, obviously these players aren't dealing with issues that linger here, Pritch. Although I would say Julian Edelman against the Seattle Seahawks, uh, I think he faked that concussion and he ends up scoring. So this is the uh, the nature of, of obviously following these protocols. But Pritch, to me, I think you missed the early number here with all these injuries on the Rams. It's all the way up to, you know, we're showing uh, 10, nine and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. I think there's going to be buyback at some point. You know, if you can get a, if this gets to the key number of 10 or does it creep up to 10 and a half, we always talk about betting favorites early, dogs late. This is a perfect example. If you jumped on a lot of these injury concerns early and you hit the Rams early, anything below that 10, I think uh, you can make a case for that. But Pritch, I think it's going to be an insanely lopsided game where everyone's just saying all these injuries, Rams are, are riding high here, lay the points. I don't really want either part of this. I think if you're going to bet this number, a big number on the road, it seems too easy. A lot of times with injuries, and we see this in the NBA, a star player is out. You just hammer the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always that that easy. So I would be a little careful there. But to me, Pritch, it's does it get to 10, 10 and a half? Do we see any buyback? Obviously, the G-men would have great value, but you're also back in a team Literally, as Michael Lombardi would say, with Coke machines out there instead of a lot of these star players. Yeah, I mean, uh, impacting the offense is one thing with, with a quarterback uh, he, who might or might not play. But then you're playing the Rams. Uh, that's a lot of points. I don't care either way. I, I, I would avoid it, too, in terms of laying that many points, uh, even though the Rams are the better team. But the uncertainty at quarterback just has me up in the air with this play. It really does, Pritch. And the more I look at this line, I think there were a couple books that maybe hit 10 and a half, but immediately came back down. So I'm with you. Is this a play that you're confident in with all mm-hmm. these guys out? Absolutely not. But the other thing is just on principle alone, right. playing such a big number like that on the road. Another, another thing, you know, people told me a long time ago, people I really respected uh, kind of gave me some advice in the industry is anytime you see insanely lopsided betting in favor of a road team, mm-hmm. that's usually a dangerous situation. So I wouldn't want to lay a huge number. It looks easy, but again, if we bet everything that looked easy, we'd all be millionaires. We know that's not the case. Uh, so I'd be a little careful here. And again, if it's t- if it creeps back up 10, 10 and a half, I think at some point, almost like that Lions game, Pritch, remember the Lions game? Uh, who was it against the Vikings last week? Um, that thing was around 10 and there was a, a buyback there at the 10 and a half. So right. we'll see how this thing develops and we'll see if maybe Daniel Jones can, uh, can get the go ahead and play this game. Those interested the total right now, 49 in that game. Let's bring in our guest. He is Adam Burke. He is a sports betting analyst here at V Follow him on Twitter too, uh, at skating tripods. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Pritch. How's it going today, man? It's going well, a lot going on. We just had this 
lot going on. Incredible news conference from GM Mike Mayock with the Las Vegas Raiders that everybody from the football world is in town for. Uh, But I want to get your thoughts on the Browns and the Cardinals. Uh, You lived in Cleveland for a while. You know the Browns well. Uh, You're looking at two teams that are playing nice football, playing really good football right now. Uh, what do you make of this game? We got a total of 49 and a half, I believe, that you're interested in. Yeah, there are a couple of things I like about this game, actually, Pritch, and, and one of them being the Browns minus three. And and my opinion on this has kind of changed a little bit today because, you know, as you know, injury is very important in the NFL, kind of mm-hmm. getting that Wednesday practice report, very important. And in fact, the Browns got a pretty positive one today. Denzel Ward practiced, Greedy Williams practiced, Greg Newsom the second practiced. And we saw that line go to a flat three out there in the market. It was minus three, you know, plus 100, even money, stuff like that, minus 105. Now it's minus three, minus 110. So the positive injury report for the Browns today, kind of pushing them up to that minus three flat. Could see minus three, minus 15, I think, as we go forward here. But along with liking the Browns, I'm also looking at the over in this game because one of the things that you notice with Cleveland, and I've watched every Browns game so far this season, Mm -hmm. is that based on the opponent, sort of based on the environment that they're in, they've been a chameleon in terms of their aggressiveness. They, they've gone for it on fourth down 11 times this season, seven of them combined in the Chiefs and Chargers games. If they think this game is going to be a higher scoring game, I would expect more aggression from the Browns in this one, which means going forward on fourth down, which means not kicking those field goals. And I think that that's something that's going to happen for them here in this game. So I think they'll play it pretty aggressively. And even though the practice report looks good, still some concerns about that secondary going up against Kyler Murray. So I think we get some points in this game, but I also think the Browns do win and cover and deal the Cardinals their first loss. Adam, it's great to have you in studio and, uh, and, you know, rack your brain here for all these plays. Cause we're getting heated up here, getting into the weekend. So uh, it's good to reassess and look at numbers that are moving. And can we, should we bet them now? Cause they're going to get worse. So I want to ask you about Dallas and new England. This is the most heavily bet. 425, you know, late window game here. Uh, and we're really seeing a heavy, heavy, heavy lopsided play toward the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't blame anybody betting the Cowboys. You know, they're uh, 5-0 ATS. They've covered every number. They're 4-1 overall. Uh, they're one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, 34 points a game. What's really interesting to me, Adam, today you saw something very notable. Cowboys at some of these, uh, you know, first openers were like minus two, two and a half, kind of a low number, got all the way up to four or even four and a half. And when it was four and a half, it got hit, went back down to four. And when it was at four, I was waiting out, say, can I just, you know, wait it out, go super contrary and get the Patriots at inflated line. But today, Adam, we saw it fall to three and a half. That's notable to me. Tells me we got some New England Patriot money coming in here. But how do you cap this game? Do you think Belichick? Uh, you know, obviously we'll look to take away one of the best players. Does he key on CD lamb or Zeke Elliott or make it uh, a little bit harder here for, uh, you know, for Dak Prescott, you know, you know, dial something up. What's your take on this game? And, and are you surprised by this late movement back to the Patriots? Yeah, I am a little bit surprised by it, but you know, the sharp money out there in the NFL market will tell you all the time. They bet numbers and not teams. And I think that there's you know, a lot of people out there who look at this game and say, you know, Dallas going on the road, going up against the greatest of all time in Belichick, especially when the greatest defensive minds kind of expecting this Cowboys offense to fall back a little bit. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I mean, you look at the Patriots and you look at the quarterbacks that they've played here this year and Pritch, I mean, look, you're talking about Tua mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson. And Davis Mills, who, by the way, threw for, what, 315 yards on them last week? And, look, I mean, the only guy that they played is Tom Brady, and it was a rainy game. Obviously, it was a game that the Patriots put everything into defending Tom Brady. I don't know how the Patriots get stops in this game. I mean, I know that they've got good defensive stats, largely a byproduct of who they've played. The Cowboys, they're third in yards per play. They're third in yards per carry. They'll be the first team the Patriots have faced this season that's above the league average in yards per carry offensively. This is a massive step up in class here for New England, and I don't think that they're able to pass this test. Mm. So for me, I'm a little bit surprised to see it come down to three and a half, but 
just looking at the stats and the matchups here, I mean, how do the Patriots keep pace right. with, with such an inexplosive offense? Cowboys first in explosive offensive play rate, Patriots 26th. I just don't see how New England keeps up in this game. You know what? You can not only follow Adam Burke, the great Adam Burke, uh, on Twitter at Skating Tripods, but certainly uh, invest uh, in your knowledge here with Point Spread Weekly. Great write-up on what you're talking about right now on Point Spread Weekly, also vcin.com. But I wanted to ask you about the Tom Brady, uh, New England Patriots. Okay, Dak Prescott. You see lines like this one, for instance, and you're wondering, okay, how did they come to this line? And then, you know, how did they have that other line? Uh, with Tampa Bay, when Tampa Bay went up there to play uh, play New England. Yeah, that's something that, that kind of caught me off guard here, too, is, you know, I mean, you look at Tampa Bay, and, and obviously there was a ton of money on Tampa mm-hmm. Bay in that game, you know, Brady going back home and, and all of that. And I know Josh talked a lot about that game on the show here. But, I mean, that was six and a half, seven. Yeah. And this line's three and a half, four. I mean, are we really sitting here saying that Tampa Bay is, is a three-point favorite over Dallas on a neutral? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not with the way that this Dallas offense looks and the way that they're forcing turnovers on defense. So, to me, I think there is kind of a mispricing in this game. And you know, maybe I'm just kind of drinking the Cowboys Kool-Aid here. Very Joe public position for me. But I just I think it's the right side here. I just don't see Dallas getting stopped. And, and to Josh's point, too, Belichick takes something away, right? What do you take away from the Cowboys? If you take away Cooper, somebody else beats you. If yeah. you take away the running game, the pass is going to beat you. You know, I don't know what Belichick takes away in this game, and I don't think it's going to be enough. All right. Off to a great start here on the program. Uh, Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. We are going to continue with Adam Burke. we got to get to college football, maybe his thoughts on hockey as well. All that and more come up next right here on VSIN, Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Have your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and the fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and special guest in studio right now, Adam Burke. Uh, he's a Point Spread Weekly contributor, also a sports betting analyst. He's awesome. Uh, so I want to get to some situational spots that you have in college football. I think college football presents so many opportunities to cash tickets uh, this year. Uh, because of the transfer portal, and, and certainly coaching uh, plays a big role. But I want to know, with this game, San Jose State uh, and San Diego State, Mount West Conference, what happened to San Diego, excuse me, what happened to San Jose State? Uh, San Diego State may be surprising people this year as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at San Diego State here, and, and they just got into the top 25. And, and there are a lot of people out there in the college football betting markets that do look to go against teams mm-hmm. in that first game after getting ranked. You get kind of a perception bias. The line gets a little bit inflated. Maybe that team gets a little bit inflated from a perception standpoint of themselves. Well, in this case, San Diego State is not deserving of this ranking. They've played the 150th ranked schedule in the country. According to Jeff Stagger and strength of schedule ratings, there are 130 FBS teams. So that gives you an idea of just how bad the Aztec schedule has been here so far. They're on Friday night going to an underperforming, underachieving San Jose State team, but one that should get starting quarterback Nick Starkle back. Uh, Looked like he was going to be able to go last week, wasn't able to. They've struggled offensively. They've lost a couple of big wide receivers, but Mm -hmm. you got a very low total in this game as well. With a spread of nine, San Jose State getting the nine points in a low-scoring expectation at home against a team that's not really deserving of its ranking. I do think San Jose State is worth a play here getting the points on Friday night. Adam, I want to talk about another situational spot you hit on, which is really intriguing to me, BYU and Baylor. What really jumps out to me anytime I see these matchups is when you have an unranked team that's favored against a ranked team. So if you look at this matchup here, both teams are 5-1, and one, but BYU is 19 in the country, Baylor is unranked. So I think automatically it's like, hey, you know, why don't I just take the points here with this ranked team over the unranked team? Technically, they're, they're the better team. They should win. They should cover. And now you're giving me points. I'll take that all day. But I did see Baylor, Adam, was interesting, even though you have – uh, you know, kind of a, a situation with where BYU is ranked and you feel like you got to take them. Baylor open minus five. Baylor's up to minus six. I see creeping up to six and a half. 
What do you think? Do you agree with this movement toward Baylor, or are you looking at BYU now with a bit of an inflated number, maybe buying back on this ranked team? Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with this line move, although I will say as it keeps climbing, it does concern me a little bit for sure. I mean, because, look, I think BYU is the better team. And when you look at the recent results that these two teams have had, last week BYU lost their first game of the season. They lost to Boise State. But it was a game in which they badly outgained Boise State. They had well over two more yards per play than the Broncos. It was turnovers. BYU turned it over four times, had a couple of turnovers on downs. They wind up losing that game 26-17. to 17. For Baylor, look, they've got a nice win over Iowa State. That was kind of misleading. Baylor was badly outgained in that one. They had a kick return touchdown, had another long punt return. Uh, so that was a game that Baylor probably shouldn't have won but did. Last week, Baylor finally put together this complete performance, and I think people are buying into that maybe a little bit too much. What makes this a weird situational spot, there are a couple of things, actually. One is, of course, BYU, an independent team, Mm -hmm. and Baylor in the Big 12. So Baylor leaves Big 12 play to go and play this BYU game. But the other one, and maybe this could be detrimental for BYU, this is their first game outside the state of Utah since that week one game here in Vegas against Arizona. So they've been playing in the elevation. Now they go play at sea level down in, in in Waco. Not going to be that hot or anything like that. But I do like BYU plus the points here. Although, as I said, uh, the line movement's kind of scaring me a little bit in this game. Yeah, a little bit of program arrogance, too, with this uh, BYU team. How do you lose a Boise State if you're, Boise, if you're BYU and you're ranked 10th in the country? Uh, you know, one of the things, and that's I wanted to highlight on that real quick because of Iowa State, uh, where programs are. Like, people have this opinion, I think, a lot of times that programs have it established and they're, and they're one of the top elite programs. But uh, that's not the case a lot of times, and certainly you can find these situational spots that you're highlighting here. Yeah, you know, one of the things I always like to say is having success is one thing, sustaining success is another. Mm-hmm. It's much more difficult to consistently be at the top of college football as a program because everybody's gunning for right. it. You know, everybody wants you know, to, to pull that upset, to do what Texas A&M did last week. You always get a team's best shot. So you always have to be at your best, too. And so you, know, you see a program like Iowa State where they've been really good over the last few years, but maybe they are kind of falling off a little bit now. Brock Purdy has not really developed all that well as a quarterback, in my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, when you're getting a team's best shot week in and week out, sometimes you're going to fall short. Maybe that's what happened to BYU last week. Maybe that's what happened to Iowa State a couple times this season. But it is something that does happen for sure. Adam, I want to change gears, go back to the NFL real quick, because you've been doing some great stuff at VEASAN.com with survivor picks and survivor plays. And uh, I'm still alive, but I was as close to death as you're ever going to be. I was on the Ravens there in that primetime game. So luckily, uh, Pritch got his teaser and I was on the Colts plus seven and survivor uh, Ravens. So it was kind of a so many conflicting emotions there. But uh, I want to get your take because, you know, I'm in my pool and I'm seeing by far and away the most popular pick is the Rams, obviously going to the Giants. You got a lot of injuries. Pritch and I talked about at the beginning of the show. Seems like an obvious play, but I want to throw the Colts at you. The line is the same minus nine and a half Rams minus nine and a half Colts at home. I don't think a lot of people are thinking of the Colts. Maybe you feel like it's a layup with the Rams, but that would be, you know, a bad Houston team going on the road with a rookie quarterback, rookie coach Colts showed you a lot, even though they lost that primetime game against the Ravens. I think maybe there's something to build upon. What do you think, Adam? Would you be looking at the Colts here? or do you, Is it a no brainer and just say, Hey, take the Rams. But I would think, Hey, if I can use a, maybe a worse team and survive and save the Rams for later, that's kind of what I'm thinking here and in, in taking the Colts. Yeah. I had a couple of sweats this week. The Ravens were my pick in the survivor for, uh, for points per weekly last week. And then also the bartender at my neighborhood bar, I told her to take the Patriots and her last man standing. Uh, I was afraid <laughs> I wasn't going to be allowed back in, but they managed to, to come away with that one. Look, I mean, obviously you have to consider the Colts this week from a survivor standpoint, because they're the biggest home favorite on the board. And also too, 
depending on the type of contest you're in, you either have to take 18 of the 32 teams, mm-hmm. and of course, with the extra week added this season, or, you know, 20, as it is in the Circus Survivor, where you have to worry about the Thanksgiving week and also that Christmas week. So there are some weeks where you do have to take uncomfortable teams like the Colts in this big of a favorite role. I don't necessarily like it this week because, look, Carson Wentz is not healthy. Mm-hmm. They're coming off of a incredibly devastating loss on Monday Night Football. They should win this game, but... You know, obviously there's no certainty when you're talking about situations like that. Uh, and the Rams, you know, I already took them once in the article, so I didn't want to take them this week again. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, even if Daniel Jones plays, right. who knows what kind of condition he's in, uh, you'll have to go read the point spread weekly or check it out over at vston.com for my favorite pick uh, for Survivor Contests here this week. But, yeah, obviously last week told us that uh, you cannot take anything for granted nope. because they all got there. But it uh, was not comfortable at all. <laughs> you were uncomfortable for sure. Uh, real quick, when it comes to Survivor, like I could imagine a lot of contestants are going to go with the Colts, right? The big mm-hmm. favorite here to survive. And then maybe the holiday weekends are when people are, are really going to look to try to go across the green or against the green. I mean, when does that start to happen in your estimation? Yeah, I think it's really challenging, depending on the rules of the contest that you have, because, look, I mean, there's only three games on Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and there's really only one game that you want to play, and it's probably Dallas over the Las Vegas Raiders. So, you know, if you run into a situation where Dallas is a big favorite, and obviously they will be in some of these games here with their offense, you have to weigh that risk-reward of, do I take them right now, or do I save them for Thanksgiving, full knowing that I may not still be alive when Thanksgiving comes around in the survivor pool. So those are the things that you kind of have to weigh a little bit. And it's why a couple of weeks ago, I took Cincinnati on Thursday night against Jacksonville, another massive sweat, of course, just because I wanted to cross off a below average kind of team. So you do have to think about that. You know, are you playing to go one and zero every week or are you playing for as many one and zero weeks as you can get? Mm. So that's where the strategy kind of comes into play, especially now that you've been alive for you know five weeks of the contest. Adam, you know we got to find some a way to get some baseball plays and some baseball talking in your segment here. So a couple things real quick. Any thoughts on tomorrow's tomorrow night's game? Obviously, huge do or die uh, standalone spot. Uh, Dodgers backs against the wall. Same thing with the G-men. I saw a little bit of money. It looks like it may be going G-men. You know, it was like minus 110 opener. Dodgers slightly. It's getting down to pick them. Or even seeing a couple books, maybe Giants minus 108. So it's trending a little bit to the Giants. It's pretty much a pick them, though, in general. And then any thoughts on this big Red Sox series against Houston? You know, Houston went 5-2 and two against the Sox in the regular season. Houston's a minus 160 favorite in the series. Red Sox are plus 130. I'm thinking the Red Sox at plus 130 have some value here. This looks like a team that's possessed, kind of like that 2013 or 2018 season. Uh, and then also maybe a lot of overs, two really good offenses, sometimes spotty pitching. Any thoughts on this series, Adam? And then that big, uh, you know, uh, West uh, showdown tomorrow. Yeah, as far as game five for the Dodgers and the Giants, I mean, from a side standpoint, the line suggests the game's a coin flip, and, and I can't really see any reason to believe otherwise. I mean, these two teams very, very close in the regular season, obviously. Uh, statistical profiles are very, very similar. I agree with the coin flip. Maybe a lean towards the under just because of how magnified this game is, and typically the more important the game, the tighter it winds up being played. As far as the ALCS goes, I think Houston wins. But I think minus 160 is a little bit rich of a price here. I think this could end up being a fairly long series. Red Sox really improved their pitching throughout the course of the season. But Houston has clearly the best offense in in the American League and maybe the best offense in all of baseball. I think that ultimately wins out. Uh, But the minus 160 price is a little bit steep here. So I think the Astros win. But, you know, maybe you look for Astros in six, Astros in seven uh, as the way that you want to bet it instead. Great job. Thanks a lot for your time. Absolutely. Take care, Bridge. Thanks, Adam. Absolutely. Adam Burke. Uh, Beeston Sports betting analysts. Uh, we got buy low spots in the National Football League. We go over the odds and who we like. That's coming up next. 
Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go, anywhere, and anytime. Zen's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. You can also use Zen indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Available in 10 varieties including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, buy low spots. You like these on the National Football League. Uh, so we have teams, NFL teams, coming off of losses. Now, we put them in tiers here. So tier one, uh, they're composed of three and two teams right now coming off losses. So the Broncos, three and two, plus 135 odds to make the playoffs. Uh, you got the Raiders and all the noise is happening right now. Three and two, plus 225 to make the playoffs, the Panthers three and two plus two fifty to make the playoffs, and then the Bengals three and two plus two seventy five to make the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, so Pritch, the first thing you said is totally right. I love these buy low opportunities because I think you know the NFL sports betting is king. You know, it's the most heavily bet sport by far. Obviously, with more states legalizing, more people are betting, and really, it's a it's a goldfish memory thing. Like Pritch, what does a goldfish has a me- have memory of? Like only five seconds. It's such a recency bias spot where if a team loses, mm-hmm. uh, I think automatically just the entire betting public, which is it's the biggest betting public of any sport. Um, they're automatically going to want to bet against these teams, but actually buying low on them after a loss, you're going to get better odds overall. And if you can kind of see the forest amongst the trees, especially with a 17 game schedule, there's a little more time to make up some ground that you may lose. So uh, definitely I'm not going to touch the Raiders here, Pritch. I know they're three and two, they're plus 225. I'll defer to you on that one. You got a lot of Intel today. I'm sure uh, you've been on over under uh, five and a half stations today, getting your, <laughs> getting your take on this, this whole saga and the soap opera, but um, I just think I could see this thing really splintering and getting really bad here. Uh, Gruden was your offensive guy. Now he's gone. Do his players want to? Uh, do the, these players want to step up and win it for Gruden? I don't think so. I think it could, you know, see all these people splinter and kind of go different directions. Um, so I don't really want to touch the Raiders. I could be intrigued by the Broncos though, Pritch. I kind of like the fact that they've lost two straight. Remember, this was a team that was three and zero, and everyone was loving the Broncos. Now you lose a couple in a row, and really no one wants to touch you. So just based on the odds, they're only plus one thirty-five to make the playoffs pitch. That's kind of a low number. You're mm-hmm. getting a little bit of plus money. And if we think like the Raiders fall, then naturally maybe this provides in that division, a boost here to the Broncos. So I could lean on the Broncos a bit. And of course, one thing we mentioned yesterday, uh, this is a, a topic of conversation. You know, you talk to different sports betters. It's always, Hey, bet on a team once their head coach gets fired, but I wouldn't be so quick there. We did see Denver open minus three at home against the Raiders quickly shot up to three and a half tells me immediately when that line dropped, that was a minus three lay it with Denver at home in the altitude with all these, uh, you know, issues swirling around the Raiders. So Pritch, what do you think? I'm not, I'm not going to play the Raiders. Okay. Uh, I am interested in the Broncos. Can this Broncos team with a lot of injuries and Teddy two gloves, you know, going through these concussion issues, 
can they get healthy? You know, are the, are the Chiefs going to be, a, you know, barely above 500 all year? I, I would assume they're going to make a move here. But that defense is terrible. What do you think? Can the Broncos at plus 135 make the playoffs? Well, you know, the Broncos are still making moves. They signed, signed John Brown, a wide receiver, who used to be with the Raiders. Now, I don't know if he's going to be ready to go for this game, but certainly they can get some intel for this football game, right, uh, from a player like that. But I think Vic Fangio, the rumblings are getting louder and louder about him as a head coach, too. So I wonder what's going on in that, in that building. I'll find out. <laughs> I will find out. The Panthers are intriguing. Uh, if Darnold can avoid being Darnold in New York and be Darnold that the Carolina Panthers need him to be, plus at some point Christian McCaffrey is going to make an impact right there, too. I, I kind of like the Panthers uh, to make the playoffs. Plus 250. Uh, is intriguing to me. And then the Bengals. I think the Bengals are surprising a lot of people this year. Plus 275 uh, isn't bad at all right there. Uh, Group two gets interesting, uh, Josh, because of the 49ers. I don't know what to make of this football team because it's feast or famine. Either to go into the Super Bowl with that one winning season or everything else is a losing season. And right now they got a losing season. They're plus 110. And then you got the football team. Intriguing there. A lot of talent, but yet underperforming. Not living up to expectations, two and three plus three ten to make the playoffs. Yeah, so Pritch, real quick, just going back to tier one, just wanted to mention this because these things kind of popped over the last 24 hours. A lot of money hitting the Minnesota Vikings. Carolina yep. open minus one. This is now flipped to Vikings minus one. So that's mm-hmm. kind of that classic dog to fave line move that I'd like. I'd be looking at money lining uh, Minnesota here. If you look at uh, road teams where the line stays the same or moves in their favor, they're 60% this year, 34 and 23. The other one would be, uh, again, Patrick Maher, if you're listening, your Detroit Lions, who have covered some numbers recently, was still looking good under four and a half win total here with some plus money. But everyone's betting the Bengals, Pritch, and yet they open minus three and a half, stay three and a half. So okay. I'm thinking maybe the Lions at three and a half could be worth a look. But going to your tier two here, Pritch, it's kind of weird. You know, you look at this number and you say uh, the 49ers team, they're two and three, but yet they're only plus 110 to make the playoffs. That seems kind of low. I feel like I should, we should be getting more plus money there. That kind of seems a little fishy to me. I think you're right. It's feast or famine. The one thing to the credit of the 49ers uh, would be Jimmy G hopefully coming back. And then also um, really seeing this injury to Russell Wilson, Pritch. That mm-hmm. opens up the door a little bit because we went in all summer talking about how this division, the NFC West, was so wide open. So many, we could see, you know, theoretically any one of those four teams win that division. Now with, with Geno Smith in there, which, by the way, a lot of money hitting the Steelers here at home. I think they're like, uh, the look at with Russell Wilson was minus two and a half Seahawks on the road. Now it's shot up all the way to minus five at home for, for the Steelers. But I think that injury, if you're, if you're banking on number one, a line that looks way too low. So it tells me that the you know odds makers are kind of bullish on this 49ers team, only plus 110. And then also that injury to Wilson, that could be the, the, you know, the way they get in there. I would like a little more plus money, but if you're making me pick these teams, I'm just down on Washington, Pritch. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot too. of faith in this team over the summer and I don't know what it is. Maybe they got too high and, uh, you know, high and mighty on their high horse after last season's pretty good year. But uh, I don't know. They're going to have to turn around for me and, and, and fix that defense. I'd be leaning with uh, the 49ers here, plus 110. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on Kittle, too, for the 49ers. Uh, I know, I believe that calf uh, could be troublesome for a while. Who knows when he comes back, uh, how effective he'll be for that offense. What about group three or tier three? Uh, the Colts look great on Monday night, but I was reading up on the Colts. And again, follow the insiders. The Colts were gearing up big time. For that Monday night football game, they're one and four. They're plus 150 uh, to make the playoffs. And then the Dolphins, the Dolphins to me, uh, I think Tua might be back sooner than expected. They're one and four. I don't think he helps anyway. Uh, Plus 280 to make the playoffs. 
Yeah, so this is intriguing too, Pritch. So number one, I am going to play Indian Survivor here. I like this number. And in my league, when I see the percentages of who picks what, I like this spot. I think it's one of the lower tier. Only like 10% of players in my pool that are picking mm-hmm. Indy. Everyone else is on the Rams. So I like this spot for Indy. I could see them getting back in the race, Pritch. I know it was a really just devastating loss there. You're up by what, 16 points at one point, and you lose in overtime. But I still think getting some of these injured guys back, I still trust in Frank Reich as a coach. Uh, and again, you know, the Jaguars and the Texans are not going to be in the conversation. It's really between, uh, obviously, the Titans and, and, the, and the Colts here. Mm-hmm. And I think with the with the Colts, I don't know. This is kind of a fundamental team that I have a little more respect for than I came into the season with. Uh, I just think with that coaching and kind of with that deep roster, you know, what if we see an injury to Tannehill? What if Tannehill gets hurt? You know, I think that basically you're, you know, who you're going to have to beat to get a playoff spot is a little bit easier for me in this situation with the Colts than it would be for others. And I would also mention with Miami, it's a tough spot. You know, the Patriots, maybe they're building something a little bit. We know the Jets are bad, but you're not going to catch Buffalo. That means you need a wild card spot. I'm kind of down on Miami. I would say, though, one player I really like this weekend, Pritch, is the over in the Miami-Jacksonville Jaguars game. This is that London over system. We've seen overs in London games 62% so far since 2012. Right. And that thing shot up 44 and a half. I got a 45 and a half. Look today, it's all the way to 47. I think that's the two a factor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, if you're, I don't really like either to be honest with you. You know the Colts <laughs> in, in Miami, but if we're making me pick one, I think it's a little bit easier in that AFC South for the Colts to uh, maybe make some noise and and obviously at a better number, plus 150 right. versus plus 280, it's more likely that it's going to be the Colts to do this. Well, I mean, you can also look at the Colts winning that division, AFC South. I mean, if it's just a two-team race that way, uh, maybe instead of the plus 150. Uh, for the Colts to make the playoffs that way, maybe just winning the, the division. I mean, that division, it feels like nine and eight uh, is going to win that division. I'm right there with you. And that's the other thing, like with the Washington football team who have disappointed us. You know, we think last year, like, hey, you, you know, 500 team, you're probably going to win the NFC East. But with Dallas playing the way they're playing, Pritch, I don't think that's going to happen this mm-hmm. year. So that'll be another uh, kind of reason maybe not to be bullish on Washington moving forward. Yeah, I hear you right there. And then the Broncos and, and the Raiders, because of everything that's happening, I mentioned Mike Mayock, he just had the, the most famous news conference ever, I think, uh, or this year anyway. Uh, I mean, is that a game that you'll stay away from, or are you intrigued by it? So I'm intrigued by the angle of does this thing blow up and become a dumpster fire yeah. for the Oakland? For I said, see, I said at Oakland, <laughs> that's a five bucks in the jar there for the Las Vegas Raiders. But uh, I also think Denver, uh, after a couple losses, and that early move was meaningful to me, Pritch, because again, that system of just playing the team once their head coach gets fired, mm-hmm. that's tried and true. I know a lot of respected betters who just without even thinking they automatically play that and it's right. done pretty good historically, but that wasn't an immediate three down to two and a half. That was an immediate three up to three and a half. So uh, again, maybe a tough spot here with Gruden now being gone and just all these bad things swirling. Like I don't want any part of the Raiders okay. right now. I don't want any part of the Jaguars right now. Sometimes these locker room issues can linger and really affect you on the field. I've been in this game as a player, Josh It's a rivalry game. And I tell you what, the Broncos are trying to add juice. Uh, they're going to honor Mike Shanahan during this game. Uh, so the Broncos looking for juice and also to pour salt in that wound right now for the Raiders. Uh, when we continue the program, we got Josh Applebaum, Market Insights. It's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a Moneyline wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you win. It's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week to the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? Try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. If you're new to BetMGM, Download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more points, you'll win at the half. Only at BetMGM, the king of sports books. Opt-in is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And Josh, we got to get to Market Insights on fire right now. I'm seeing this all over uh, social media with you. So it's a must listen. I highly recommend it. Uh, Every single day we get Market Insights from Josh Applebaum. You really do a nice job of diving into these plays too, Josh, and these situations that you find. Uh, So we're down to five teams in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, We got the odds, World Series futures here. We got the Astros plus 200. Uh, We got the Dodgers uh, plus 350. Um, The Red Sox plus 400. Giants plus 450. The Braves plus 500. Wow. Yeah, so Pritch, this is a tough one. I mean, it's not like we have this one team that's, you know, minus 200 or an even money and everyone else is plus 500 plus 1,000. I think this is wide open. This creates Mm -hmm. a lot of value depending on who you perceive to be the, the smart bet right now. So I think Obviously, the Astros plus 200, you know, they have one of the best offensive lineups in baseball. You know, they're going to have home field, obviously, in this Red Sox series. 
I love their lineup, but do they have enough pitching? That would worry me a little bit. Um, so I think at that number, I don't see too much value. It's almost like the Nets all year in the NBA pitch. Remember when they were like plus 200 all season long mm-hmm. throughout the NBA season? And I, they're maybe the best team, but just the value really isn't there. Then you look at the Dodgers and the Giants, plus 350, plus 450. You could walk a tightrope and bet one of these, but uh, let's say you bet the Giants and they lose tomorrow, and then your your bet's gone, or you bet the, the Dodgers and they lose tomorrow and your bet's gone. So, again, if one of those teams wins, the odds are going to shorten, obviously. But to me, Pritch, the two that I think no people are really one, no one's really talking about, I think have value, uh, distinction between value and what I expect to happen. But to me, it's taking a shot on the Red Sox plus 400 or the, the Braves plus 500. Yeah. This Braves team, to me, I'm kind of falling in love with in the NL. Uh, you lose Acuna, and everyone's like, this team's done. You know, you lose your star player. Let's dismiss them. But they made some really sneaky good moves there at the deadline, you know, bringing in Duvall and bringing in Rosario and, and some of these other players. And, you know, Solaire, who just tested positive for COVID, but he may be coming back at one point. Uh, that lineup is really great. You know, one, probably one through seven, one of the best in baseball. Charlie Morton at the head of the rotation with Max Freed. At plus 500, do they win it all? I don't know, but I could see them in a really good hedging spot later. Mm-hmm. And then with my Red Sox pitch, I know it's a bit of a homer play, but uh, I've seen this show, I've seen this movie before, as they like to say. <laughs> 2013, 2018, there are these certain weird Red Sox teams where they may not be the best team in baseball, but for whatever reason, um, together, cohesively, they play great together. And they're playing the brand of ball that they played, you know, the first three months of the year where um, they were the cardiac kids. They would come back and their bats would get hot. Uh, and obviously Cora is pushing all the right buttons right now. I could see them one of those weird years like 2013 when they weren't the best team, mm-hmm. but they rolled and won a world series. So to me, the value is on the Red Sox and the Braves. What do I expect to happen? I expect the winner of that, that giants and Dodgers series to win the world series. Okay. Cause the Astros and the Red Sox is intriguing in a, in a lot of ways, right? I mean, the storylines are endless in this one. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, cause I, I was talking to Adam Burke uh, after his segment on the show, uh, and so improved pitching for Boston. The lineup has been there all year. Uh, what about Cora being the um, wild card here in terms of the knowledge that he has for that lineup? Uh, and you got two teams that don't like each other very much either. So, I mean, could that be the tipping point for the Red Sox, you think? I think it could be. And I think they're playing this underdog role where it's funny in Boston talk radio. It's like a lot of the people are, you know, with the Red Sox or no one believed in us. No one thought we could do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you have the fourth highest payroll in baseball and you're one of the best teams of baseball all year. So you can manufacture this stuff, Pritch, but they're, they're really running with that, that kind of no one believes in us. Let's cowboy up. Let's prove everyone wrong. Uh, and I think, you know, obviously the knowledge of Alex Cora, he was on both sides of it. I think yeah. that was a big in- angle, you know, Brady coming back to new England. Brady's been in the Patriots side. Now he's kind of an opponent here. Cora, knowing obviously how, you know, the Houston Astros handle things. Mm-hmm. What do they do with their cameras in center field, Pritch? I don't know. Are they still cheating? Obviously, if they are, they're not getting caught, although the White Sox thought maybe they were up to something here. I think Cora being in that dugout for a few years, kind of knowing their dirty tricks, that could benefit the Red Sox here and maybe provide an edge. So I think the value is definitely Red Sox plus 130 to win that series. Yeah, improved pitching. Uh, great insight right there from Adam Burke, who was on the program a little earlier, too, for the Red Sox. So let's get to uh, some of your insights here. Uh, I mentioned that it's a must listen. Uh, So what do you have for us today? I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah. And last week was rough. Nothing broke my way. So uh, we're getting back to hopefully a good, good hot streak here. That's what I'm knocking on wood for. But uh, first one, and I'll just, just, uh, I I joked about this is a walk through the buffet with a bunch of different angles here. Number one, we'll have a full breakdown tomorrow. I can't wait to hear your take, Pritch. 
But I like the Philadelphia Eagles here at home against Tom Brady. I took the Eagles plus seven. I think this number is going to fall down to six and a half. This is an incredibly lopsided play. You have almost nine out of 10 bets laying the wood here with the Bucks, expecting a big, big, easy win here. But we did see some updates. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is out for this game. Mm -hmm. Levante David, uh, Winfield Jr. is also out for this game. So you have some injuries on the side of the Bucks. Brady banged his thumb against the helmet. Um, we've seen him play through even worse injuries. So I don't know how much that will affect him. I just love the value of Philly at home uh, off that big win against Carolina, only getting, you know, a quarter of bets or less, you know, 15, 20% of bets. And I also love that this late buyback. This reminds me a lot of that Patriots game where the Bucks went to New England and Pritch. Remember they got steamed all the way to minus seven right. and late, even though everyone was on them, the Patriots fell to six and a half. The juice on all these plays for Philly is plus seven, minus 115 or minus 120. Like it may fall back down here uh, to six and a half. So I grabbed the seven. Uh, I also saw an interesting trend here. Tom Brady, his last 10 primetime games mm -hmm. is 0 and 10 ATS. Remember we saw him last year. He put up the four fingers and <laughs> forgot how many, uh, how many downs was there were, how many timeouts night? he had. Was that a Thursday yeah, night? I think that was against the bears, I believe, yeah. Pritch. Yeah. In that game. So uh, I like that angle. I think this is, you know, Eagles uh, can give them a run for their money. I took the points there. Uh, one game in college. That I just wanted to mention real quick was Utah. Utah is at home uh, against Arizona state. And this is kind of a really fishy line for me. You have Arizona state 18th in the country. Utah is unranked, but Utah uh, is coming off uh, you know, big win here where they took down USC 42, 26. And I love the fact that Arizona state everybody's on them, but Arizona state opened a one point favorite on the road. They're getting all the bets saying they're a ranked team laying such a short number. Give me that all day. But this thing has fallen to a pick and I see some shops that may be inching to minus one Utah. So I love that unranked versus ranked line move, super contrarian spot to Utah. I'd be looking at money lining Utah here. And then Pritch, you know, we got to get some NHL action in here. So uh, we got a big slate tonight in the mm -hmm. NHL, couple games that caught my eye. And I just got to give a shout out to our buddy, Andy McNeil doing great stuff at VEASAN. Uh, it's a must read if you're betting hockey, his morning report uh, with, with prop bets and his angles on games. It's really, really good stuff. But I have a couple bets here, a couple Canadian teams, Pritch. I'm looking at the Edmonton Oilers at home. Um, you see in this line, uh, it was around like minus 180 at home for Edmonton. It's been steamed up now to minus 190, minus 195. That could be tied to Brock Bozer, really good player here for Vancouver. I'm thinking he might be out with this move toward Edmonton. We've also seen historically uh, home favorites minus 175 or more. They were 76% last year with a 10% ROI. Then the late game to me, uh, another one would be the Winnipeg Jets. Well, I like the Jets here going to Anaheim. I think Anaheim could be one of the worst teams in the NHL this year. Uh, and the Jets. They open around plus 130. Uh, they're getting steamed up closer to around minus 140. One system I like is a non-division road favorite. Uh, so again, public sometimes overvalues home ice. You get the last change, but um, you know the crowd doesn't really hurt, affect you as much as in you know an, an outdoor stadium, something like that. Uh, but non-division, lack of familiarity, looking to the favorite on the road with a line move. That system's about 65% historically. So a couple spots there. And Pritch, you know, one more. I got one more for yes. you. WNBA. Game two of the WNBA finals. Okay. Give me the sky plus four and a half. Candace Parker can taste the championship here. <laughs> she's from Chicago. She played for LA forever. Uh, now she's got this team playing great right now. Seeing at four and a half, a lot of buyback, maybe coming back down to four. If you're going to give me the points with this team that's shooting the lights out, also some injuries here. Uh, you have uh, Nurse and Cunningham, both for the Mercury. You could be out here. Right. We're going plus four and a half for the sky tonight. So. Pritch, I threw a lot at you. What, what are you sweating tonight? Are you doing your homework tonight? Or I'm, can I entice you in some NHL action? No, you, you might have enticed me with this Thursday night game. I was going to stay away from it, but uh, maybe catching the points there with the Eagles uh, is a play because just going back to last year with Brady on the road, uh, a Thursday night football game did not look very good, did not look very sharp, certainly. 
not the one that we saw in the Super Bowl. So here you have Brady a year older uh, on a short week, and he's got a banged-up thumb. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Brady's been through a lot. He's amazing. He really is. I hate betting against him, but uh, maybe an opportunity with the points there. Yeah, and I love this late buyback. Anytime I see like a seven, I automatically look at the juice and say, which direction is it trending? Up to seven and a half, mm-hmm. down to six and a half. It looks like this thing is falling six and a half to the Eagles. That's why I jumped on the plus seven here. You also look at these primetime dogs here, Pritch, nine and six ATS. And when you see these super lopsided plays, right. and I can get a dog getting points at home, I like this spot for the Eagles. So fly, Eagles, fly here, Pritch. <laughs> I got to warm up for hockey, though. Uh, I mean, okay. just watching that game last time, I'm like, okay, puck line, no, no, no. I can't believe it. But then. Yeah, I got to warm up the hockey a little bit. We got a lot of time, Pritch. You and I, I'll be bugging you all year with NHL, so get ready. All right. Good luck, Josh. I will see you here tomorrow. The Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.